Justice. Peace. Listener discretion is advised. Here is your Monday's opener. I gotta start loving your life. Be comfortable in who you are. If you come from a family right now that's broke, use that to your advantage. I use that to my advantage that I was a high school dropout, that I was homeless, that I ate out of trash can. I, I love dealing with a dude who think because he come from money, he better than me. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. You got money, but do you got that dog? Yeah, you got money, you got privilege, but do you got that dog? Do you got that stamina? So yeah, you might have something I don't have right now, but if I work hard, I can have what you have. Goddamn right. Drop it. Papa. Go say. Go say that. Go say. Papa. Go say that. Podcast. You are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Today's date is Monday, September 26th. The time now is 7.02. What it do, y'all? How you doing? Happy Monday. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what time it is you're listening to this podcast, one of those four things may apply to you, and I hope this does reach you and a good place, a good space, somewhere well, <laughs> to, to say the least. To say the least, somewhere well. I must issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left or until I meet death. How you guys doing? How was your weekend? Some people had a bumpy weekend. Some people had a bumpy weekend. Some people had a good weekend. I see some people uh uh got into a little internet mischief. I hope that boils over. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by me. Only me. <laughs> Today I want to talk about uh, something that I came up with while I was watch- while I was watching Dahmer, the Netflix series. Now, I'm gonna give you guys one more day to watch, or uh, one more day uh, uh, to have an opportunity to watch. Which that that isn't fair because I watched as soon as it came the fuck out. I was waiting for it to come out because I'm sick and tired of them redoing these serial killer movies. Of course. You know why, you know, my mom, serial killer. But anyway, I'm just tired of them redoing serial killer movies. This is part of the reason why I even why you even hear my voice. I talk about a whole bunch of shit, but I do have motives. Anyway, I, I wanted to see how they were going to treat the victim's family, the depiction of the victims and also the depiction of their families, which is something that is always left out of these gruesome stories and these these gruesome tragedies that happen when 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 serial killers or or just just people start murdering each other for shit that can be slept on overnight but uh Domer was a crazy ass motherfucker period I, I i didn't know he was that goddamn crazy i didn't know he killed that many motherfucking people it is something to be seen there is so many uh, i wouldn't even call 
Jewels, uh, Jewels, or, or however you want to fucking, uh, uh, there is a lot of good, uh, I wouldn't want to say sayings, but perspective observations in that in that movie that, that I pulled the fuck up out of. Uh, I pulled the fuck up out of it. And one of those observations that I made in that movie is something that I think we can all um, depend. I think this is just generational right here, what I'm about to talk about. And that's uh, uh, the receipts of a father. Now, as a man, we, I, <laughs> I don't want to talk about what you do. Lord knows I don't know what the fuck none of y'all do. But anyway, I, as a father, you know, not just with money, but with time and with love, you know, have purchased things. I have spent my love on things for my family that they don't necessarily know. The receipts of a father, you know, uh, the things that you do for your family sometimes are unseen and untold is what I'm trying to say. And no matter what it is that you do for your family, no matter how hard it is that you work or don't work, what your children do and how things turn out, you always, some kind of way, hold yourself responsible. It, no matter what it is. You, you could give, I mean, you see these, these millionaires and these billionaires with these dysfunctional kids, and we can't understand why, because most of the time, most of our issues are, are, are in struggle because we don't have the money. But once you do have the money, there's another set of issues, you know, and then another set of issues. No matter what's going on in life, there's going to be these sets of issues, and we try our hardest as fathers to provide a loving and nurturing environment for our children, yet still blinded by what I call these generational disabilities. And these generational disabilities are the tools that are handed down by our immediate elders, people within our microcosm, within our immediate circle. All of these things, they come to a head if you get to live long enough. And I think my majority, I know for a fact, the majority of my pushback towards this shit that I see going on in the internet that's being popularized where a woman's sexuality is not even nothing that you can even question and then you have the simple fact that even the the 100% organic women, you don't even have to, they don't even have to get naked. And they're not ladies. And I'm not saying that they're not, they're not the kind of ladies that I like that are being publicized. It's only one brand. You just get one brand, no variety, one brand. Every single time, one brand. And, 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 and it's making it it's stereotypical of what I believe this culture should be represented at, represented as. And all of those things bring me back to these receipts of a father because all of these children that we see on TV have to have parents. They didn't come, they didn't get dropped off like by a stork, like two people really fucked and two people really had all of these kids. I often wonder what is the perspective of the parents when they see these things happening on TV? You know, we never hear from the parents until after the tragedy strikes. I mean, there ha there has to be, at least with me, and I got nine kids. So 
uh, uh. And not only that, my mother disappeared when I was young, so I'm just fearful of bad things happening because I know they can. You know, my mom disappearing wasn't the only thing that happened in my life. There was other instances and circumstances which have shaped my personality also. But definitely, that's one of them. So the fear of losing things is something that has always been a big issue of mine. And and, and that may be, be, be uh, that's definitely something from my childhood and 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 the way that I look at it is sometimes what may seem like an overprotection to my children is simply the fact of the matter that through my <laughs> through my time here and my experiment in life, I know that things can they can snap out of here very, very quick. You know, and, and at the end of that, what I'm saying is with my circumstances, I have kind of bubbled but not kept my kids in certain bubbles i think we all do that we we let our kids open to the things it is that we think that they can handle not knowing that just like us kids is gonna do what the fuck they want to do eventually we all have lived in that experience to where you either had to rebel break free uh 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 test new waters, whatever you want to call it. Jump off the porch, go around the block, whatever. Now, I'm not talking about no spinning, no nothing. I'm just talking about normal shit right now. What I'm saying is, and in these instances, these kids, they're in a different life than we know as fathers. What we know as fathers, what I know as a father, let me stop talking about y'all know what y'all do. Me as a father, you know, my life has been, to me, all right. (laughs) Which is funny because, excuse me, other people see it differently. But I digress. And in my all right life, I just try to get through and make sure, you know, we got what we need and, 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 and that kind of shit and everybody gets what most of the time what they want, what they need. But to my kids, even though they have Nintendo Switches and and, 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 and they don't have all that expensive-ass clothing and all that dumb shit, but they got good clothes. They got good eats and they got good clothes, good foods. <laughs> but even in that, they're still going to be rebellious at some state. There's still going to be some part of rebellion. And I know for a simple fact that even though I did not have parents growing up, I did not have a mother and a father growing up. When I did speak to people that were in my family who actually genuinely gave a fuck about me and they would tell me something, I would have some time for that shit to kick around in my head. You know, walking to a friend's house, there wasn't no phone to look at. It wasn't nothing. You would get to think about things. Your, your, your mind would expand. And that's kind of what we think. What, well, what I thought. I keep talking. I don't know what y'all do with y'all kids. We, we, there's this impression that I thought would happen of realization with the children. The, 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 there's this thing where I thought that they might become, as they would say, like computers, self-aware. 
But these children, they're not self-aware. And now us parents are starting to think that it's us. It's not us. These children have no time to themselves to know themselves. If all you do, if the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is roll over and look at your phone, you don't be thankful for your life. You don't be thankful for that you're not outside. You're not, you, you're not thankful that you're not cold. <laughs> you're not hungry. There ain't no roach in your mouth. And even if it is a roach in your mouth, eat that motherfucker. That's your roach. Ain't nobody mad at you. We don't judge over here, okay? <laughs> I'm fucking around. But what I'm saying is if the first thing you do when you wake up is check your phone and then go to the bathroom and take a shit or whatever with your phone and all, everything is operating, on, you're having no time of self Recognition, self-understanding. And it to me, it's starting to seem like it's a stunted thing because when you don't have that time to mentally grow, where does that development time go? That is a question of mine. And it's starting to make us people who have children, starting to make me. I don't know what you motherfuckers do with your kids. It's starting to make me. It made me think, is there something that I'm doing wrong? I mean, I'm telling them all the right shit. I'm giving them all the jewels, all of the shit that I know from a young age, all of the dumb shit. But then when you look into a person's eyes, you can't see nothing back there sometimes. And it's like that when you go in the world. Back in the day, people would be happy to do things. Nowadays, everybody would just look at you and bam, right into that phone. It's one, I, I, do, I do wonder what the side effects are going to be from, from this, this, this. It, the phones aren't going anywhere. That's for damn sure. But I do wonder what kind of setback does that do for humans and what kind of advancement does it also provide the AI? Because, like, if you're paying attention to any of this shit, these phones are recording everything, probably recording what the fuck I'm saying right now. But I digress. Before we get to looking at these receipts as a father, we need to understand the situation that bred what it is that's going on. And it's not just like I said, our generational disabilities and the tools that it is that we use and the tools that have been handed to us and not only the tools that we hand down to our children, but it's also these new tools that have been introduced into society, these multifunctional tools like you seen one of those Swiss Army multifunctional knives before, the thing that could pop a can, you could screw in. Y'all kids may not know nothing about this. Uh, it's a knife, and what this knife does is it opens up on both ends. It provides multiple different sources of usages. And in these usages, what you could do is you could screw in something. If, it, if the screw got loose, you could also open a can. And then a after you can open the can, you could also, if need be, 
there would be an attachment to where you could start a fire. Swiss Army knife. We'll be here all week. Yeah, used to have things like that. These phones are exactly like that. They multiply and do all kinds of things that make it to where your brain thinks that it doesn't have to think. And you know what they say. If you don't use it, you lose it. We're actually starting to lose what it is that we know already. It's already going away. The things that it is that we know, it's already going away. You know, it's feelings over science. (laughs) That's some new shit. But what I'm saying is, and it's still, is we're still, as fathers, being held accountable for this. And what I want to do right now is, as all of these things are happening simultaneously in our lives, plus the normal shit, the health shit, the work shit, the relationship shit, once all of these things are going on with us and our children and these outside influences actually fucking finding their way in and then multiplying and breeding non-stop. Let's let this shit be used to our advantage. We need to, as men, and I'm calling on the guys that got kids who give a fuck about them, we all know powerful men with powerful messages. We need to build on top of that. We need to get all of these figures together. There is so much internet content together Instead of holding it to ourselves, we need to share it amongst each other. This, this I need more views, this I want more fans, I want these followers. As you can see, all of the time, all of these podcasts that I have put out, I have not put them out there at anybody attacking them. I put my podcast out, and then I move the fuck on. I want to take a different angle with this let's go ahead and get all of the powerful speakers that you know i don't want to say no names because i don't want to subject this to any category if you know something about somebody who could hunt something about somebody who could build something about someone who could tell you about life strategies monetary strategies if you know something about any guy who could definitely those encouraging words that a child may need when, they, it, when they're in disbelief of themselves. Send it at me. I'll put it on my page. I'll put it on my podcast. Either way, that's going to be a part of the thing now from now on. It's more encouragement for men and young men because for some fucking reason, it's, it's there it goes. Right on time, huh? For some fucking reason, it seems like that it's more encouragement for, for, for young men not to do what it is that young men is supposed to do. And robbing and killing people ain't what we supposed to be doing. We need to be reassuring these guys that I'm telling you there is nothing in that future that shoot them up, bang, bang, gang, gang shit. There's nothing in that future except for jail time and coffins. That silence is real. That is what motherfuckers hear when they're either sitting in a jail cell or at the bottom, six feet deep in the coffin. There ain't no, there ain't no turn-up music in the coffin. I don't understand this new narrative that life is not valuable for young men anymore. And I don't hear anyone else pressing this narrative more and more and more that the messaging that's out there is 
tremendously dangerous. We, if we lost 200 rappers, that's 200 black people, probably, definitely, that got murdered that was documented. Now, what about the, what about the ones that wasn't? Why they don't, they don't talk about us like we not there. There has to be another side. What about the ones who get murdered that they don't talk about? What about the families who cry and mourn and grieve that are never heard? All of these things come out as receipts from a father. Where are the fathers? Where are the parents? And I'm not calling on them and blaming them for shit. I just wonder what it feels like. I mean, it, it can't be, it can't be well. That's a scary, this is the scariest time in the world to be in the entertainment business and be a black person. People keep saying to be a rapper, to be a black person. They ain't just hitting rappers. They making it to where motherfuckers got to check in as athletes, comedians. What the fuck is going on? We can't have wealth amongst each other? Somebody has been passing the wrong fucking messaging around the hood. No one is willing to work for it. We just going to rob each other? Come on, man. Come, come on. I'm glad I never fell into the narrative of the, the, the bling, shiny shit. Because that's ridiculous. You work all motherfucking life and you finally get some money or, or whatever. And somebody take your shit from you. That it, come on. We have to start taking the time, and like I said, on these receipts, because it's going to be shown in the next generation. The generation coming up that, that's right behind us, them is the same motherfuckers are going to be taking care of us. We need to fucking start thinking about what it is that we're saying is okay for our sons and our daughters. Don't be amazed by certain fucking activities that happen when you were doing certain things around your children. It's just, I don't kick it with nobody no more. Not because they bad people, but for the simple fact that our fucking, our visions and our goals and a lot of things, they don't align anymore. I don't drink. And most of the time I'm up early and I'm working out and then I'm podcasting. And now I have to fucking study every different fucking GED test. So things have aligned. You have to, and I can't do all of those things, kicking it around people all of the time. I have to stay focused to stay on this shit. You can't, you can't have everything all the time is what I'm trying to say. But what you, what you can have, what we can do now is leave a digital footprint for our kids, especially our sons, on how to talk to a woman, how to treat a woman. Now, mind you, all women don't want to be talked to the same way. There are nuances in all situations. This is something that needs to be taught to our children. You can't come at every single woman the same way. And in some instances, you don't even have to come at a woman. She'll come at you. It's just so many things that are not being handed down Instead of the, the, the biggest idea is that if you got money, you got everything. But I just now pointed out to you that when you do have money, now you have many more enemies. So there, there is so many more things 
that can be just documented besides my dumb ass on here running my damn mouth. My grandson tells you all the time that I'm a fucking idiot. The only reason that I do this podcast is... Because I have bowls. You don't. It's that fucking simple. It's, it's, It's that simple. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. But what I can tell you is right now, we're going to take a small, small break. And you guys know what time it is. We're going to take a small, small break. Hi, folks. My name is Earl, and welcome to... Here at Hood Karate, we teach you realistic ways of getting your ass kicked. For example, you can be just chilling, and out of nowhere, we commence to kick your kick his ass. What's up? What's up? Kick his ass. Damn it, I missed him. Next time, motherfucker. Here at Hood Karate, we master all arts of deception. Just when you think it's a safe one-on-one fight, here we come with the bullshit. Take his chain! Take his chain! Kill it! No, kid! Hood Karate. Sign up and get your ass beat today. Hood Karate. <laughs> uh, you can sign up on my page at any any given time. Just put Hood Karate. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Also on Twitter. But yeah, back to these receipts. And how I started originally was with the Dahmer movie. Now, that is something that you definitely have to watch. I'm going to do two podcasts on that because it's a 10-part series. I digested that shit in two days very easily. It's it's really watchable maybe because I'm uh, I'm used to, like, reading shit and, and looking at shit like that to, just to see how people operate. But there is a part in the movie. <laughs> there is a part in the movie that is... I can only speak from the male's perspective because I am a man, so I can speak from a man's perspective. And it's a part where Jeffrey Dahmer's dad, now I have no sympathy for Dahmer at all. I love the way they depicted the guy who murdered him. That shit was tremendous. I love it. You guys got to go watch that series. But there is a part in the series where Dahmer's dad, he 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 writes a book and he can't figure he just he he thinks about all the things that he showed his son as a kid and maybe it was this and maybe it was that and and was it him his fault like everything that his kid had done he couldn't figure out why and he fell on the sword himself he said it was me it was my fault And that, to me, was a very, very powerful moment because his father was not there for any of the murders. Not one of them. His father showed him some shit that was probably handed down to him from his father. Now, somebody's easily going to say, well, you know, goddamn motherfucking white polar. No, 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 no. Let's just keep it humane here, okay? Let's just say, let's just say, you know, there's an old saying that the elevator... Don't go to the top floor. There's an old saying saying that that nigga got a screw that's loose. There is some sayings that explain some of these things. And now, I mean, as far as we are with technology, there is one part of the human body that is damn near like 
earth that is still not completely unexplainable or explored, and that's the brain. They destroyed Jeffrey's brain, and I really wish that they didn't so they could take a slice out of it like they did the clown killer. But I digress back to what I was talking about. His father still felt he, because what we want to do as men is produce better. That's what we want as men, right, to produce better, especially better young men. And it's much more scarier now than it has ever been as a man to produce a very good young man with all of the outside influences, with all of the 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 outside inside loss to how it is you can discipline or chastise your child or what it is you can and can't do to your kid and those are all nuanced things too because I do understand severe child abuse on a big level I understand that completely you know but at the same time on the cultural manner matter there are different culture things and i'm not saying that culturally we need to whoop our children i'm not saying anything at all i'm uh, what i'm basically trying to say is through culture and all of these other things a lot of things have been disabled in this society right now to where it is we cannot move the way it was that we were raised and understanding that at the same time when i was raised even under the circumstances it wasn't the best things uh, uh, at all on how to treat a child. But damn it, I ain't never been in. Uh, I, I haven't been in much trouble in my life, to say the least. You know, everybody can't say that. But you can't even teach your child right from wrong. And, 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 and with an outside influence brainwashing your child 24-7, how much harder has it become to be a father? I wonder how expensive this is going to be on our souls, on our souls as we get older. Who will we be looking at in the future that is our son right now? It, these are questions that need to be asked. They need to be addressed because the simple, the fact of the matter is that there is too much in this world going on for someone who has been here longer than them. There's too much for us to handle, and we have been here longer than them. I could only imagine the oversaturation of bullshit and then having to decipher and decide exactly which is which. Is the Earth hollow? Is the moon hollow? Did they go to space? Are there UFOs? Like, And then there is no God. There's a whole bunch of shit floating around on the Internet, little microcosms and circles and tribes and shit to follow all of that shit. There is a lot going on right now in the world. And when I saw that little, that little thing, well, not the little thing, but that interaction in between Jeffrey, uh, the, the fake, because, you know, this is loose history the way I look at it, because all those things did happen. He did murder all those people. We don't know those conversations per se. But that moment right there was a powerful moment because no matter what it is or how hard we try, no matter what it is we do, how hard we try, we always want the best for our kids. 
and 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 I believe before I died, like I said, I don't know what you want for your kids. I don't know what the fuck y'all do with y'all kids. I don't know why I keep saying I know what y'all do with y'all kids. Uh. What I would like to think is that at the end, at the end of our lives, the moment before whatever happens, happens, that we would all want to know that our children had as good of an experience it was um, at life uh, uh, that we can give them. Uh, 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 we position them in a, in, in a well-mannered way to where they have a fighting chance. And, and if you have money, much more than a fighting chance that our grandchildren don't have to fight at all. These are all humane things to wish, but with all of the things going on right now in our society, what way is it for us to act? How is it for us to address these things? And what is it that we do next? Because I'm not going to lie to you at all. Sometimes I find myself you know, having to pull myself out of a negative thought process because of the bullshit that is constantly thrown at us. Just wondering, the spaghetti on the wall, they're just throwing shit. Let's see what sticks. Let's see what resonates. And while they're doing that, you know, the right hand's not telling the left hand's what to do or the left hand's not telling the right hand what to do. Either way, there's no communication going on. And you're being distracted. Our children are completely distracted on what exactly it is they need to accomplish And we're going to see that in the receipts as we get older. If we do not try, at least try, to get together as men, I'm calling calling upon the old Al Bundy, yes, uh, 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 ma'am, coalition to come back together. Uh, uh, I don't give a fuck who runs the shit. I don't give a fuck how we put it together. We got to put it together and get some strong individuals all together with their content approvingly with their content together in a different manner, in a different ways to communicate our messaging and our messages to our children on how it is and what it is to actually be a strong man, period. I mean, period. Like I said, it's too easy to fall right into these traps, you know, and, and, and before you get there, remember that you don't got to stay there. Remember that that's an option. Because, you know, people sing about these traps. You know, people are proud of these traps until they actually feel like they fucking trapped. And then instead of rapping about the trap, like I said, they sing about it. I'm stuck in the trap. I'm stuck in the trap. They do it loud, too. I'm stuck in the trap. I'm stuck in the trap. I don't want nobody's kids to be stuck in no traps. So I guess we got to spend a little bit more time, a little bit more love, and a little bit more money if needed. But until then, y'all know what time it is. You got to get the fuck up out of here. Appreciate you, love you, but fuck you. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. Yes, this is this is justice. Yeah, this is me. Don't you come back? Don't you come back? I hope that baby. the dough don't hit you with a good low split. You. Don't you come back? Don't you come back? Good talk.
This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast production. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, rate, subscribe. Tell a friend. I would greatly appreciate it. That would be so nice. So kind of you. But I read the book Low Expectations, and my expectations are low. So I guess I'll be here all week. You gotta go right now, motherfucker. Be on the lookout. It's gonna be two podcasts. The Dome. Go watch it. No spoiler alerts on the next one. No, no spoilers. You should have watched the show. I do appreciate you. Ugly outro, huh? That web guitar, ugly. Yeah, don't like, don't rate, don't subscribe, don't tell a friend. You haven't been doing it anyway. Why am I asking these people for, for anything? What's going on here? I don't know. It's time for me to get the fuck up out of here. It's time to go. Get your workout on, man. Do what you need to do. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me. I don't think I used foul language or potty mouth in this podcast. You're welcome. This is Justice. It is the Justice of the Peace podcast. Thank you for listening. Podcast. Grandson, my guy. Well, what's what's going on? Go say. Oh shit! I was just done with the motherfucker. Don't say that. I said I was done, grandson. Debbie. Peace.